Welcome to A Brief Chat. Today is Wednesday, the 11th of September, 2019. I'm Jason Crane. I'm so excited to welcome my friend, all-around creative wonder, Madeline Beaver, to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. That's very kind. (laughs) I'm excited to be here. This show is all about living authentic lives, and it has been, a lot of it has been, you know, kind of as I am very left wing and talking about deep topics and that kind of thing. But I think one thing that gets lost in some of that conversation is that there are lots of people around us every day who are kind of living in their truth and Mm -hmm. kind of doing the best that they can inside the world that we inhabit to be that way. And when I was thinking about people I can kind of reach out to who are around me in in our area, you were one of the first names that came to mind as someone who – and I and I mean this in the best way, but it's kind of quietly living like a real life. Like it's not ostentatious. It's just like I, you're being who you are. Thank you. You're quite welcome. <laughs> and I find that very inspiring. So I wanted to, to talk to you about it. Cool. And uh, what the I know you because of our our theater world yes. around here. But your and feel free at any point to correct me on this. It strikes me that the the seeds for being able to come into your own and be your own person were probably laid pretty early in your life. Is that fair to say? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, no, and obviously it's very much tied into theater and the arts because my parents have been doing that literally their entire lives. You know, it's always been a huge part of them. But also, like, my dad, his family was super politically, like, active and engaged, like, his entire life. Like, his parents and his sisters were all very engaged with that. So that's also definitely been a huge part. Me and my siblings, like, definitely have grown up being very politically aware, which is also a cool part of it, so... And I talked to your dad once because my younger son was interested in being homeschooled for high school. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and I just said that one day at lunch, and he said, well, actually, did you know that our kids were homeschooled? And I said, yeah. oh no, I didn't know anything about oh that. So will you tell me a little about what that yes. was like? Yes. And- yeah, so my par- neither of my parents were homeschooled because homeschooling didn't really become actually legal until, I think, like the 90s. I'm not actually sure, for sure, but definitely it wasn't really like legal. It wasn't really a thing that was like widespread. So you would like run afoul of truancy laws or whatever if yeah, you tried to do it. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And I think I think you could do it for like religious reasons, um, like you know, for for a long time. But you couldn't just kind of generally do it for kind of like whatever reason you wanted. So my parents definitely didn't experience that at all. They went to public school. They went to college. They did the whole thing. Um, but then when when my family was living here, when my brother was born in the mid '90s, they met a, a local family who homeschooled um, all seven of their children. Um, <laughs> can we can we take a moment for? the phrase all seven of their children yep. <laughs> seriously wow. yeah i just got tired hearing that uh, yeah. no like actually <laughs> yeah i know a couple of them ended up going to high school for like a bit i think but okay. for like most of their school careers they were they were um homeschooled and so my my parents met them i don't exactly know the story of that but they met them and my parents were just like minds were blown by like really why they were homeschooling because up until then i think a lot of people or my, my parents for sure kind of thought of homeschooling as like weird religious stuff and sure. like kind we of, want to keep our kids away from dancing and tv exactly and, right? yeah, yeah yeah kind of like like a cult almost or something but this family was doing it for reasons that were like not that at all they were very much it was very much like about uh just like letting your kids be who they are and like giving them an option of just kind of like living their own lives and not forcing them into some kind of you know path or putting them on a conveyor belt so to speak um which my parents were just like oh my gosh like that totally spoke to them because both of them i mean like they did well in school and stuff but i think they both definitely were people who would have 
hugely benefited from being homeschooled so they related to that and that must have meant an enormous shift in their lives because obviously one part of homeschooling is you have to be home yes so were they able they had to kind of construct lives that would allow that to happen yeah exactly which i mean they were both so like they had just moved back to state college my mom had moved back to state college um they had been living in new york city doing the theater thing they were both working and my mom was auditioning as an actress and they were doing doing the thing so they definitely weren't working like nine to five jobs at the time anyway sure um so then they came back here and they actually started singing on stage like the first edition. <laughs> so they were teaching. And uh, I'm just going to drop yeah, in there to say yeah, for people who are not, most of the people who listen to this won't be local. That's fair. The <laughs> phrase they started singing on stage means it sounds like they started an activity. Oh, but yes. Singing you're on right. stage is actually right. the name of the uh, uh, like business, kind of school and yeah. business that they run, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So it was kind of the first try of that. So they were like teaching mostly like high school kids and doing theater and stuff. So they had enough flexibility that they were able to. And also my brother was young enough that he wasn't in school yet. Okay. Um, so their their lives didn't really have to majorly change like yet. But then it definitely did down the line. Like then like once I was born and then, yeah. So my brother and I didn't, um, my brother actually ended up going to public school for Oh, geez. Second, like second, like half of second and like all of third grade. Um, And that was when we lived actually in Boston. And my parents were working for um, the Christian Science Church, actually. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So that was kind of that was kind of ended up like the path they were on. But luckily, they they had enough flexibility um, that like I was still being homeschooled. I was probably like around like first grade, but I wasn't going to school. Um, So my brother tried it for a bit and he had a horrible experience, unfortunately, (laughs) which definitely I know that not everyone has a terrible experience in school but he did uh so then he came back and then yeah marshall and i were just homeschooled for all all the way through so yeah and what was that can you talk about what the environment was like and what what did you do when you were homeschooled? yeah so um well luckily i was it's funny i was thinking about it this morning because i was like i think when i was younger i definitely would have said something about like everyone should be homeschooled like no one should go to school (laughs) um (laughs) but uh just the other day i watched the run-through of matilda the musical that my dad is producing right now and actually that character her going to school is like a hugely important part of her life because her family is like terrible like really abusive and horrible so going to school for her is amazing i was so lucky because my parents are amazing and we have a really good family dynamic me and my brother always got along really well so it was just like the best possible environment for homeschooling you didn't need an escape no not at all in fact like we definitely preferred being together like i didn't even have that many friends when i was like yeah that young so like i mostly just liked hanging out with my parents and my brother um but yeah so our actual like homeschooling kind of thing was really just mostly like I guess technically we did what was what's kind of called unschooling so we didn't have like a super structured it wasn't like we're gonna sit in this room and like here's the chalkboard and we're all gonna like do our work together it was really just kind of like here are the subjects you need to do and we we had some workbooks like mostly for like math and science stuff um but then it was just kind of like do it at your own pace do it when you feel like doing it and like you know as long as we get the stuff done by the end of the year like the the timing of it and you know exactly what we need to do didn't really matter so yeah yeah. so it was just really really cool that we were able to like learn at our own pace do what we genuinely wanted to do um yeah and just not be forced into you know learning anything that wasn't relevant to us um obviously we you know we learned the important stuff but it was nothing like we didn't ever have to learn really anything which is really cool yeah that's amazing i know what as i listen to that kind of story and i think about my own school experience and how confining it was i definitely think 
well, I'm not sure if my parents would have been up for doing what your parents were doing. Yeah. <laughs> but some alternative to just the standard public school curriculum. Yep. Which I think is what, you know, what my own younger son is coming up against that yeah. he all the things he likes and cares about and excite him are things that are directly in opposition to yes. sitting in a room listening to someone for yep. a long time. He likes yep. doing things with his hands. He likes experimenting. Yeah. He likes taking things apart and rebuilding them and things that you just aren't part of a school curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, schools really do have to kind of like adhere to like a certain curriculum because that's just kind of how they're set up. And unfor and I, I feel like there are probably, you know, tons of teachers who would completely agree, you know, that like the school system is like not good for like the majority of people who are in it. Sure. And they would probably agree that it's better for people to like have, you know, a more personalized like learning experience. Because so few people, I think, really fit into that mold of, like, how school works. Um, like, even if you're smart, sometimes it just, like, doesn't work for you. Yeah, exactly. It's set up as if we all learn the same way and yes. we all excel the same way and we all feel the same way. And yep. obviously that's not the case. <laughs> no, it's It doesn't really, make any sense at all. It's really not. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make any sense. Yeah. So. Well, tomorrow I'd like to talk about the way that what we've been talking about today has expressed itself in your adult life now that you've been figuring out kind of who you are and what to do with yourself. Yeah. So we'll come back to that tomorrow. My guest today has been Madeline Beaver. It's so great to have you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is A Brief Chat. You can find it at abriefchat.com. You can also become a member. And uh, this is not why she's on the show, but I will mention that the theater company that Madeline's family runs, Fuse Productions, is uh, one of the founding members of A Brief Chat, which is awesome. Uh, I love you. A better world is possible. <laughs>